Um, okay, hello and welcome back to the Dentistry Podcast. Um, I'm Gabby Bissett and I'm here today with Grant Macquarie, um, a dental business entrepreneur. Um, I'm very glad we got through that intro there without any stumbles from me. <laughs> We're all good. We're all good. We're all good. I managed to say entrepreneur okay. And, uh, surname pronunciation was was fine. So um, we're over the hardest part. Perfect. <laughs> how are how are you today, Grant? Brilliant. Yeah, it's a Friday, so um, I'm on holiday tomorrow. So I drop my phone. No one can get hold of me, and it's great. You know, it's lovely. Um, Having downtime uh, is important. It is important. Do you know what? It's quite nice to hear that you you just put everything to you know all devices to the side and don't. It's 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 important. I think not enough people talk about how important that is, um, particularly in. Do your- you know? Do you know? Uh, you know the funny thing is, Gabby, you're absolutely right because but the, the, when I put it down, the mm. first two days I almost feel depressed. I've got I've got a you know there's nothing in my hand and I'm, yeah. I'm not going through anything. And you know it takes a couple of days to come down from having the social media and the high functioning that you need to up the answering patients whether it's dentist patients so yeah it is so necessary sort of unwind and recharge I suppose yeah no absolutely particularly I think that's, that's been hammered home this last year as well um it is I think it is, is a skill in taking a break from it because it is so consuming yeah. you get really yeah. sucked into it it can be quite difficult yeah, to yeah. off. but um are you are you big on do you use social media quite a lot yes yeah I, I, I use social media for the business um I've recently had my, my as, as most um, listeners will know, I've just uh, sold my practice, but they've allowed me to carry on with the marketing. So I've still got the marketing to do here. So yeah, I do social media on Instagram, Facebook, Google my business. And then obviously I've, I've got my other business that I do a lot of social media on and that's the dental um, business, mental business as well. So yeah, I do do a lot. So it is there yeah. all the time. So, you know, like, like we're saying, it's just good to just go, right, that's it. I just don't want anything to do with anything for a week. And um, that downtime is important to recharge. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, you mentioned two things there. So you've just sold a practice. Um, how how's that been? How's that? Yeah, it was great. You know, um, uh, I've sold to a um, this, well, this is the second time I've yeah. sold to a corporate, um, mm-hmm. and it was it, it was from I think it was probably about eight weeks from the time that we agreed it to the actual it going through. So it was a relatively painless experience until probably the last three or four days it's an absolute nightmare brain dump when you're going back and forward back and forward with with that last few agreements but you know i've joined i've joined um a really a really cool um um corporate uh dentists dentists notoriously hate corporates probably because they 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 know how to run a business it's all about numbers do you know but all businesses are about numbers isn't it but dentistry I think as dentists, we feel as though those numbers should not be incorporated in our businesses. And, I, and, and you know, corporates are about the numbers. And, and you know, I recognise that straight from the get-go. I thought, right, I've got to recognise the fact that it is about the numbers. And it's really cool. I've actually I've joined Portman. I'm, I'm, I'm sure they don't mind me, me saying. Yes. And I love it, actually. That I haven't found one person in that organisation that I thought, right, I'm not going to enjoy this, this, this relationship. Uh, yeah, and you know they've got this this unique selling point. They're a family, and I got a text this morning from the area, mm. uh, one of the area team saying, "Happy Friday!" Thinking about you, have a lovely holiday. Now, I just thought that was really touching, you know. And I, th- I think that I'm, I'm I'm enjoying it. And you know, people have said, um, "How are you enjoying the fact that you're not in control anymore?" But you know, I've got I've got the bit that I love, the marketing side. So that controlling part of me is still fulfilled because I can. They, they've gone, Grant. You've just run with it. Uh, until you don't want to run with it so you know it, you know long and short of it brilliant uh, you know i'm enjoying life it's, it's so much easier and i've got people to lean on now you said there that the the last few days were a bit stressful i mean 
just, I mean, from a personal point of view, or it's a personal question, I guess, but I think people would be interested in knowing as well. Would you liken selling a practice similar to selling a house? Is it is the process? <laughs> Absolutely. Nowhere, nowhere near nowhere. the same. I mean, okay. Because I'm, I'm selling my house as well. And at the same time, you see, and, and you know, I, I used to find, I used to find it quite stressful selling a house. Yeah. Like, oh my God, it's just nothing like the same. I mean, at one point with, when we were selling the practice, um, you know, I, I needed to make sure that the price wasn't going to change. Now, I know a lot of dentists feel that when they sell to a corporate, they will reduce the price last minute. Now, Portman didn't, but I may, you know, I, I almost put pressure on the fact that they couldn't do that. So last minute, I changed the price and I started to try and push rank it up. So in other words, in, in, you know, to, to just almost counteract the fact that I was worried they were going to start ranking it down. And so at one point we had four, I, mean, I think there were four lawyers on one Zoom call for three hours now selling selling my house right you know i had a, i had a problem with my house sale recently the one we were going to buy um and there was there was a, a possibility of a sewage pipe that went underneath the house and you know i was talking to my wife and i said look you know there's a sewage pipe underneath out and do you know what it was almost like it just went over my head i said right let the lawyers sort it get it sorted it'll be done and it was done so you know in response to your question or, or answering your question is it the same nothing you know <laughs> suddenly the practice almost bloody ended me but uh you know it was it was only the last few days that was difficult but leading yeah. up to that um it was fine absolutely fine you just you know i think that any advice i'd give anybody yeah. is to make sure that you put it all on a, on a stick make it make yourself digital now so you can just go here's the files and we had about what 1200 files to pass over to portman um and they went and you know i said here's your files you sort them out and they went back and forth between the solicitors and like i said it was that last few days it was probably me that put that stress on by ranking up and changing the agreements that i wanted just yeah. to counteract in case they changed their their agreement i see okay well that's good to know it was only the last few days that it, um it just, yeah stress levels yeah. were high um i guess yeah and you must feel quite relieved that that part is now um, done and dusted. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It is. It, it is a really tough few days. I think. I think that you know, um, advising anybody, you've just got to be ready for that 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 few days because it will it will break people and it has broken people and they backed out. They couldn't deal with the stress of it. Yeah. And it is a tough. It is a really really tough few days. So you know, whatever it is, buy the Peloton bike. Get your get your running shoes on. <laughs> that, that last few days is a marathon. Yeah, but then you know, no, like no, I no. said, you, if you can get the practice ready now, it's always good for the sale in the future. Get it all digital. Get it all on a stick. You know, absolutely. Sort of anticipate the obstacles before they actually arrive. Basically, type. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I understand why that would make sense. Um, but you said that so that part's all done, and you've, you've sort of relinquished your control in, in that area, and, and instead you're kind of taking on this um marketing side of things um is that is it fair to say you're sort of ramping up with that a little bit more now well they've, they've given me um, i think i'm the only um, practice in the uk that they've allowed to carry on with the marketing so when we were when we were closing in towards the end of the deal it was almost a who's going to do the marketing um and they could see that i enjoyed it i'm good at it i teach it and so they said right grant you run with it until you don't want to run with it or we feel we can do better yeah. So it was a case of, yeah, do you know what the funny thing is? It was just last night um, I got home and I thought, right, now I have to step up the marketing again because it almost, I got out of the habit of it in the last two or three weeks since I've, you know, sold. Um, I found my feet again. So now, uh, yeah, I, absolutely. I'm pushing it in and pushing the marketing through again and also doing the marketing for my, um, my dental mental courses as well. So they're sort of going hand in hand just now. Perfect. Um, so you said your dental um, mental business. So you, you sort of, revolve it around the, the saying of it ain't rocket science when it comes to marketing 
Um, so what, what do you actually mean by this? Okay, so if you, so dentists can understand it. If you go to a dentist, they can do a pretty good root treatment on you. Yeah. Or, well, maybe not everybody. So you, you'll get three different types of root treatments. One are absolutely shocking. Ones are, are, are pretty good. And then you get the ones that you send to a specialist. And the specialist ones, you know, a, a general dentist, you know, unless they've got specialist training, would mm. be tough to get that level of excellence. And that's how I look on marketing. It's easy to do the rubbishy root treatment. It's yeah. also easy to do the middle one. And yeah. it ain't rocket science to get to there. But if you need that special bit, then that is when you need to get experts in. But up to that point, it isn't rocket science. And you just, you know, I just took, I took, if I went on holiday, um, you know, a bit boring, really. I took, I, I took like an SEO, um, a search engine optimization book or an yeah. AdWords book and just thought, well, I'm going to read this till I get it. And it yeah. did take a lot of hours learning it, but now I know it, I never need to look at it again. Yeah. You know, I can do my own SEO for landing pages and blogs and I can write my own blog and, you know, I can teach people to do it. And when I do teach people, they go, I get you. I get what you mean by it in rocket science. I mean, I, to be fair, I, all, I also use that expression to wind up marketers. I mean, I, I, I do it kindly. Yes, and it's just sure. to give them, a, give them a bit of a prod, you know, it in rocket science. But don't get me wrong, to do something really special um, like SEO, I mean, I, I, I got Richard Sproston to do my SEO. To get it to that level, you do need someone who's, who, who knows what they're doing, you know. I mean, you have to, like you just said, with, with the books that you read, you have to put the hours in. And in the, in the nicest you way do. possible, I can't imagine reading a book about SEO is going to be the most, um, I think a lot of people would, would give up, <laughs> essentially, when it comes to, to educate. You know, there's a lot to know about it. Um, and and it, there, are, there are things that come in. So, I mean, really sitting there and reading a book um, on, on SEO um, is... It's quite, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm proud that you did that, to be honest. <laughs> but you know what? Do you know the funny thing? The funny thing you should say that. I was, I was, I was uh, driving to work the other day and I passed a dentist. Yeah. And he was walking on the road reading a dental book, clinical. And I thought, oh, my God, <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't do that either. So, do you know what? It's, it's, it's horses for courses, isn't it? Some dentists love the clinical side of things. They yeah. really want to excel at it and they get the books out. I couldn't think of anything worse than doing CPD when I'm sitting on my lounger. However, if I've got like a gin and tonic in my hand, <laughs> I, I, used to, I used to love reading about SEO or adverts and just how adverts and the way you can design an advert, how you, how you can move somebody, how people get influenced by the things that we can do in marketing. And, I, you know, I'm, I'm probably a, a born marketer rather than dentist. I just, I just love that part of it, being able to change the way people feel, the way they look on an advert, you know, and, and that fascinates me, always has done. I think that's a great thing about dentistry though, is it allows people to find their feet in different areas. So you've gone down this kind of more business route and that's what suits you and others will, will, will stay more clinical. And I think that's what it, yeah. dentistry obviously is, is a niche uh, profession, but it does allow you to also sort of do your own thing within that if, yeah. uh, if, if yeah. needs to. Um, I mean, so in terms of marketing, what, what things do you see that people do that they shouldn't be doing? So in other words, what kind of mistakes do people make a lot of the time? Do you know, it's never going to be, a, oh, I, that's a harsh word, a mistake, you know, and I, you know, and I, I've thought a lot about that because I get asked that a lot, you know, and I don't think, do you know, it's like, again, it's like the root treatment, just because it wasn't done to perfection, to a, to a special standard. Is it a mistake? Um, you know, it's almost, a, it's just, I, I will almost call it a missed opportunity. You know, if, um, it's really tough running a business as a dentist because you've got your head down, you've got to look after staff, you've got to check the money's coming through the door, you've got to check associates are happy. And there's so many parts of the business that, 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 that we all struggle with. But I think if, if I was going to nail it down, I would say reception is the one area 
that needs to be um, monitored better. I mean, I've done about 100, 110, 120 mystery shoppers when we phone up and we, then we report it back to dentists. And I can safely say two were good out of 100, 105, 110, two. Wow. Okay. And that's the whole of the UK. And I've also done some in America and I've done some in Europe and it was yeah. two. Now, you know, the, the embarrassing thing is I did mine um, and mine was in one of the bad ones. Was it? So, it, and, and you know, I thought, like, why was that like that? And, and, and bless her, it was one of the trainees that had picked up the phone. So it's a, it's a thing that needs to be constantly monitored. So then I trained the, 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 the trainee, showed her how I wanted it done. And now she's amazing and she's one of the best of the receptionists. So it's one of those things that needs to be trained, retrained, monitored, developed. That is probably one of the biggest areas. The second area, I suppose, is the website. Um, people go for these flash websites. They're all moving components. When people forget there's, there's people who are older, they don't want this flash stuff. They want to be able to um, use a website that isn't all flash Harry and super associate type approach, you know. And I think the patient journey is probably the third area that I think people forget about. So, yes, it's from the advert through to the reception, through to booking the patient in, having the treatment, all the way through to gaining the testimony at the end of the day. So it's almost those three things I think would be the best. I mean, with regard to websites, I think above the fold is the most important part. So when you land on someone's website, you don't want to be searching for someone's address. You don't want to be searching for a way to book an appointment. And, you know, you, uh, you want to be able to see who they are, where they are, how they can book in without having to scroll down. Because we, we live in an age, don't we, whereby it's less than a second you flip on it. And if you, if you, you, know, if it's, you know, if you have to click on the phone number and then it doesn't click through to the business and you have to copy and paste it into your notes and then you have to come out of notes to make it click, nightmare. You've yeah. just got to make sure you make that patient journey, website, reception, all flowing and free flowing and easy. Absolutely. Make it easy for for the for the for, for clients, you know. I, th I think that word there, easy. I I can agree with um, because I think I can relate to being frustrated with a with a website, not dental necessarily, but if you can't get where you want, we're quite lazy these days in terms of what we expect from a website and being online. We want it instantly. We want it quickly. Um, so what yeah. you said there, I can completely relate to in that if I'm on a website and I can't get what I want within within a matter of seconds, I will then look elsewhere. Absolutely. And, you know, and, you know we, we've got this mad notion that people aren't price driven. Of course they're price driven. They want to know that it's affordable, how much it is, you know, and when the patients phone up, they already know how much it is. So why concentrate on the price of the reception? They need to concentrate on building relationships because they know they've seen the website. And, you know, I think the biggest mistake was, is when patients bring up and say, how much is, say, an item of service? And they go, oh, can you just hold on? I'll look on our website. It's like that. They've yeah. already seen the website. They don't want to be on the phone. They want to be looking after their kids or, or searching through another website. And so I think these are the things that if, you know, if you just tweak them, it's, you know, it's free. And that's when mm -hmm. I say it ain't rocket science. These are free things that you can tweak and put massive profits on at the end of the day, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I can see from just talking to you now that you're very passionate about marketing. Um, and I'd be interested to know how this has sort of fed into your own success. Because obviously, as you mentioned earlier, you've, you've sold two practices. So how much of this success as sort of both a, a, a practice owner and a clinician would you put down to marketing? Joe, you know, aren't we marketing and selling every day? You know, I'm, uh, I go home and I want my kids to do their homework. You know, I'm, I'm not being rude. If I want to get lucky with my wife, I have to be, you know, I have to come home and do the dishes. I mean, you know, not to put a stronger point on it. We sell everything every day to everybody. You know, you, you want to get something in life or you want to, you want to have a good marriage. You want to, you want to have a good relationship with the kids. We sell every day. Um, and so I, I'm just, 
I think that if my, the secret to, to my sales and my marketing has always been, if you can put yourself into the other person's shoes and see through their eyes, that's how I've always managed to run successful businesses. Okay. Um, and, and, you know, I'd go, I'd go upstairs and sit in the waiting room next to patients. That's not on my own. That's next to patients with my, with my, well, before COVID, with all my, um, my cool. tunic on, I'd sit there and go, how does this look to you? And I'd sit there and look at it and go, maybe the TV isn't central in the, in, in, in the, in the middle of the wall. And if it's not central in the middle of the wall and it doesn't look right, then I'm not going to care about teeth. You know, and I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd look at everything I could at from the other person's perspective, whether it is dentistry, marketing, whether it is family um, and friendship. And I think that that's that's probably been how how marketing okay. has, has helped me. OK, no, that makes a lot of sense. I think it always helps in situations to look from the other person's perspective. And, and think, yes, would yeah. I would I like to be treated here or would I absolutely and, and, and book on and go for that treatment that has been has been suggested yeah absolutely absolutely no I, I understand that and those little things that you're talking about there as well like the tv and things they can they make a difference you might think they're quite trivial but to some people they they matter um to the overall experience i guess within the practice yeah um, they do they do i mean obviously you're, you're here to guide practices in the right direction um and you've got this all this experience behind you that you can sort of feed off of and and teach people what you've learned on your journey um if you could go back and sort of tell yourself something when you were younger what what would you what would you what would you say to to younger younger you um i think that you know probably to slow down a bit i mean i pushed myself to the limit and um it wouldn't be long after i've pushed myself to the limit i would then but you know i've built five squat practices in my time um and you know i'd get to that point and then i'd push myself again you know i wouldn't give myself time off yeah. Uh, I think I'd probably give myself a little bit of time off. I'd probably be a little bit kinder, mm-hmm. um, but kinder to myself. And, not, and, and that probably goes along with slowing down and not pushing myself. Um, and probably just, yeah, just give myself a break, I think. Um, and just to just probably remind myself that I'm okay. I don't need to prove myself to anybody. And I think, as you know, all these super associates that are coming through, they're calling them the super associates. They're just in such a damn rush, you know. They're wanting to build Instagram pages. They want to show their work, and and they're just running before they can actually learn to walk. And and I was guilty of that as well. And I think it would probably be just to probably slow down a bit, um, yeah. and and just to just you know I don't I, and I, and I didn't need to prove myself so much. Yeah. Do you think Do you think that kind of um, like you said, sort of rush, not rushing it, but not slowing down and just going for it? Do you think that kind of takes the enjoyment out of the job a little bit? Um. Do you know, I think that I think I got the enjoyment and the buzz and it was a hell of a buzz. And it's been a, you know, and dentistry has been you know, amazing from, from in the sense of the buzz that I could get. And, and I know I, I live off that buzz. I'm addicted to it. And I think I'm learning to have to not rely on that buzz as I get into my 50s. I'm thinking, right, I'm going to have to slow down and, and not have that adrenaline addiction, which which I had. You know, every time I built another squat, I'd be lying in bed at night shaking, thinking, why on earth am I doing this? Um, and I think I've just got to learn in life to be a little bit more, um, just appreciate the things I've got rather than looking yeah. into tomorrow, which yeah. we all do, don't we? Um, yeah. and I think that I've got to learn to slow down a little bit more. Yeah, no, that's good advice. Um, I think that sort of links into what we said earlier. Um, just, um, yeah, being kind to yourself and, and taking a moment is, is so important. Uh, you know, you said earlier that you're going to switch off your, your phone, your day off, then absolutely do that. You know, don't feel obliged to constantly check in if you can um to take that time away properly um to spend time with your family and friends etc etc so. oh i'd get i'd get murdered if i started using my phone it stays <laughs> at home and i turn it off and you know no one can get a hold of me you know unless the place is burning down 
and then my manager has confirmed my wife and then speak to me but no I really do yeah. when I go that's it I, I have to have time off no matter yeah. where I am it's got no. it's gone and I've got I've got to re-engage and and I think my, my son calls it if I'm on the phone and he's trying to speak to me I mean he's, yeah. a, he's a young teenager he called I've never heard this expression it's called side hoeing I don't know what that means <laughs> but it means you're actually ignoring your kid and so he goes, Dad, you're side hoeing, and I have to put the phone down. And so no, I don't, you know, I don't want to be. I want to, you know, I want them to. Those memories are built now, aren't they? In their teenage yes, absolutely. So I, you know, I need to make sure I'm in the room, in my head, which at times, you know, I'm guilty not being. And I think, I think a lot of us are not in in the room, and it is, it's mad, isn't it? You're answering a text or a question, and they're not in the room, and they're not they're not present and I think I think we all need to be a little bit more present we do we do I was going to say don't don't beat yourself up too much we are all definitely guilty of um of, of that side hoeing side, of side hoeing exactly do you know what that's <laughs> I used to be quite linked up with slang and I've I'm now reached the age where I think I'm there's too big a gap between my teenage years now that I just some of these phrases come and I, I'm not I'm not by any stretch saying I'm old but it just shows that you know I'm I'm not <laughs> I'm not down the kids anymore I don't know I've never heard that before I've never heard that have before. you have you gone into urban dictionary that's a good one that's what I do whenever something's mentioned I don't admit that I don't know I just quickly go on my phone and just quickly urban dictionary and just, oh yeah yeah <laughs> I know that term yeah sure <laughs> how, how, how old's your son 15 15 and 13 so right. yeah they're, so they're teenagers so right. he'll know every, he'll know all of the all of he, the does. Languages. he does he does yeah he'll be right in the middle of that <laughs> um i mean to anybody listening now then what are what kind of i mean let's say three things that people could take away and put into practice right now what kind of tips would you have do you know what the, i mean i think the the, the 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 main tip is you can control the patient's journey I mean, the patient's journey is the most important or you lose patients along the way. Yeah. Um, and I think that the, the second one would be, you know, if you don't want to do it, you're not interested. That's OK. You know, it's OK not to be. Yeah. It's not OK not to do it. Just get someone else in to do it. Get yeah. a specialist in, get an expert in, get someone who knows better. But that comes at a cost. Mm. Um, and I think probably the third thing and is, it, you know, it's my trademark, isn't it? All this stuff, all this marketing stuff, you know, it ain't rocket science. Yeah. Yeah. No, perfect. Thank you um so i i always finish off a podcast asking this question um if you weren't to work in if you didn't work in dentistry or you hadn't followed or pursued a career in dentistry what do you what would you like to have worked in or what would you like to work in now ah, marketing and advertising i love it okay no marketing advertising that's <laughs> also off you can't have that either do you know, I'd be a surfer, a professional oh, surfer. Okay. That's not like that. You know, I'd love, I'm, a little, I'm a little bit fat, a little bit grey, too old now. No. I know, I think that I'd love to have just travelled the world and gone surfing everywhere. I think that would be my, my you know, I, I would, I still think about that. I'll retire somewhere where I can, you know, get a, a 12 foot long surfboard and go surfing all the time. So probably a, a professional surfer who's probably no good because I'm not very sporty. A professional <laughs> surfer. But that's, if, if that's, no, I like that answer. Do you, do you surf then? Is that something you do? Yeah, I do. I try. You know, I, I do try. But I, I did more surfing as a kid. You know, when when you know, when I was a little bit fitter. But yeah, I do. I love it. There's nothing. There's nothing like getting a wave and travelling along, and you not know, having a motor or an engine attached to you. There's just there's just nothing like that feeling. You know? It's beautiful, beautiful feeling. Are you? Have you been away, or are you going away this summer? No, it's um, Centre Parks next week. We were going to go to Portugal, but I just don't think there's any risk. There's no point booking a holiday and then bitching about the fact that you have to self-isolate you know I mean like that well don't go 
you know and I, I think that just now with the, with the business the way it is I want to make sure that um, I don't have to take two weeks away because we're, we're, we're putting some really solid foundations in and building relationships with Portman which is really cool I just don't think it's time for me to risk having three four weeks away you know yeah, yeah absolutely and like you said with the risk that goes hand in hand with that at the moment it just um just now it, yeah. put, it does put people off I'm, I'm sort of trying to work out how to best go about it um so it's, well, if you can afford the two weeks off brilliant but if you can't yeah. it's probably best not to do it you know well it's either two weeks or you pay for the test right to get out early um but then that's like another cost added cost on top of the holiday so oh i don't know about that i haven't looked i've just sort of gone yeah, right no, i think you I'm, can I'm... pay to be released uh, released early if you, <laughs> you get it on day five and if you're clear you can then only have to isolate for five days rather than 10 type situations you know is it funny all this these words isolate and oh, no. all these words that, that you know that two years ago you were like that what's the whole that about and that now it's all uh Know. you know it's all everybody knows what the wording is isolation yeah quarantine all of those just quite crazy world we're in aren't we everyday language now yeah exactly um well enjoy enjoy center parks um and thank you very much for coming on today and it's been a really good chat my pleasure people can take away from this my pleasure <laughs>